Come on, guys. We turned out okay. The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Hello and welcome to We Turned Out Okay, episode 198. Today is a Your Child Explained episode, which means that we're going to be getting into the mind of your child and finding out what's going on in there. And today I'm going to make it short, I promise, I swear, it is Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) I know you have a lot of important things to do, and I really am grateful that you are giving me the respect of uh, choosing that I am one of those important things that you're doing. It, It really means a lot. It means more than I can say. It really, really does. I'm so grateful for you on this Thanksgiving Day, as I am always. And today... I promise I'm going to make it quick because I know you you have other important things to do. And I really want to, like, I really want this to be a very pinpointed episode, a very clear uh, explanation and action step kind of episode. And partly because Thanksgiving Day for a lot of people is really fraught with um, worry and upset. It, it can also be wonderful. I mean, it is a, it's a great time um, to see people that we love that we don't get to see that often and, uh, and, and introduce those people to our children. And, and over the years, some of my favorite memories are like when my boys can see my aunts and uncles, for example, or um, meet people when we can all see people that, that we don't see throughout the whole rest of the year. And we can all, I, I don't know, there's just been, it's been a lot of fun, like watching my kids grow up with that aspect of it. But I, uh, I I mean, even I have some tough things that, that come up for me at, at holiday times. And so if that's happening for you, you, you have my total uh, sympathy and empathy. And today's episode definitely will help in that situation. If you're, if you're having like a, a quick issue, you know, it's going to be a Thanksgiving day of, I don't know, trying to keep your relatives from drinking too much or getting into fisticuffs or making mean remarks or uh, dealing with the racist jokes or something like that, that oftentimes come up at this time of year with multi-generational kind of clashing. But it's today's episode is also geared towards people who are having complicated and difficult family stuff. And uh, there is someone in my life right now who I'm not, um, going to mention, I'm not going to say who it is, but there's a person in my life who is going through something incredibly complicated and difficult. And she is uh, not floundering. I mean, she is handling it all just beautifully. And, and if you're listening to the, you know, if you are this person and you know who I'm talking to, if this is you, I just want to say how um, proud and impressed I am to watch you go through this, take your children through this and, and, um, you know, it was you who asked for an episode like this, my friend. And so it is, I'm speaking directly to you, but I'm also speaking to anyone who is going through a complicated family type thing. So I'm talking, um, you, you know, uh, divorce is, is one thing that's like this. Something like um, when somebody close to you passes away um, 
anything that's going to kind of upset the family balance going to going to make it so that you just you just do not even feel like getting out of bed never mind taking care of people um i i mean i haven't really stopped to think about like what other um what other aspects of this i i feel like if you're if you are just discovering that your spouse is I don't know, having an affair or, or, um, has, you know, lost all your money in a, in a gambling scheme or has been arrested or something like that, like something really serious and really major. Well, that is what I'm talking about in today's episode. Um, there are two things you can do when you are going through tough times and they are going to make everything better, everything, everything, everything. And um, they are not necessarily second nature, though. Uh, there's there are things that you might have to cultivate, and but they are. You know, I've been thinking about this for a long time. This particular episode, and these are the two things. This is basically this distilled down to the mindset that is going to get you through this um, through this crisis. You know, this is for when you're dealing with a crisis that's complicated and difficult, and naturally impacts your child either because it impacts you, you know, in terms of your emotions or because it it actually physically impacts your child because you're moving or um you are staying in a a, a homeless shelter or you are uh suddenly faced with like um this this if you're if it's your if it's something to do with your spouse, this person that your child has trusted for as long as they've been alive uh, has shown themselves to be untrustworthy. And a lot of times that means that they can't live at home anymore. So, um, so these two things are what you can do to get through something like that. And the first one is consistency. And I mean, consistency in your expectations, the, the behavior that you expect from your child, if any, if, it should have already been consistent. I mean, like, I, I feel like I do advocate for that a lot. Like if you are, if you're telling your child, don't run down the hall and one day, you know, if the rule is don't run down the hall and one day they uh, run down the hall or they, they walk it quickly and you're on top of them and you're yelling at them and you're telling them, don't do that. I said not to do that. And then the next day you're like, eh, okay, run down the hall. What do you know? What am I going to do about this? That's inconsistent behavior on our part. And it trains our kids to, um, to push more boundaries, to push more on, on you because they don't know a lot of it is they're just flailing. They don't know what the rule is. And if they don't know what the rule is, that's very frightening for, for kids. And so they'll, you know, maybe, um, react badly to that by, pushing more boundaries. What will they say this time? What if I do it again? What if I do something worse? You know, Uh, so consistency at all times, at normal times is really, really important. Consistency when you're going through a crisis is crucial because everything around your child is changing. Most likely, I mean, if it's, if it's something really tough that affects your, your current, you know, nuclear family, uh, it affects them most likely physically, right? Because of of a removal of you or a spouse or something like that. If it is something that affects you emotionally, you can protect them. You can shield them from that at least a little bit. But um, but you're not going to want to be doing anything. I mean, like one of the one of the things that we do when we're grieving is we have a really hard time, um, st- being consistent ourselves and um. Even if you cannot, even if you haven't showered in a week, you know what? Even if you are 
eating at McDonald's every damn day, even if like, you know, you've taken up smoking again or something like that. Like those are, I think, I mean, people do things when they're grieving um, that, that aren't, you know, maybe the best choice, but if, if that's all going to be okay, because when you, when you get your sea legs again, when you, when you understand how to move forward, you know, you can, you can cut out the smoking, you can get yourself back on a, on a more regular diet, you can uh, get your exercise a little bit more consistently. But being consistent with our kids is, um, is so important in that moment. Because everything around, if everything around you is changing, then everything around them is changing. And they need your, they need you to hold consistent limits. They need you to, so if you say it's time for bed, and then you're like, oh, they're, you know, screaming and yelling and whooping it up. I'll let them stay up until 11 or something like that. You know, if you, if you, if you're inconsistent with your basic expectations, you'll be clean. You're, we're, you know, it's time for food. Um, it's time for bed. It's time for rest, whatever. Um, those are important things to be consistent about as is like your child's behavior, just because someone has died, which is awful, but, um, just because you're going through something painful, um, doesn't mean that you can relax on the consistent aspects. In fact, it makes it a bazillion times worse if you do, which is why you can't, you know, even if you don't feel like if you're just like, I can't take one more, I can't take one more talking stick meeting where we, where we sit around and, uh, where, you know, where we come together and we each get a chance to say what we need to say to resolve this. Like, even if you, even if you feel like I just can't do this one more time, you got to take a deep breath and you got to go and do it because that's what your child needs. Um, now we are not all going to be 100% consistent all of the time. And I completely understand that. And like, I want you to know that if you cannot be 100% consistent, it's okay. You know, you're still a good parent. And what makes you a good parent is that you get back in there as soon as you can. So if, if they miss one bedtime, if, um, you know, if one entire day's worth of meals consists of chocolate, like the next day you're getting up there and you're saying, okay, not today. Today we're going to, we're going to do things consistently. If you couldn't uphold the rules yesterday because you just couldn't even lift your head up off the pillow the the fact that you are getting up and you are doing it today is what is what's really really going to help so be consistent as much as you can forgive yourself when you cannot be consistent i mean um and just know that i'm i'm sitting here and i'm thinking of you with such sympathy and i love you and i know that that you can do this and i know that you know that as much as you maybe don't want to the accepting of this responsibility and the and the dealing with your child consistently is what's really going to help. And um, so I know you can do it. And I know that even if you've fallen down on the job, you can, you can come back and you can do it. So, so think of that. Okay. I'm, I'm here thinking about you. And the other thing that really, really helps in a, in a tough situation, in a crisis situation is your acknowledgement for your child. And, and by that, what I mean is Kids totally get vibes. They're very, very sensitive to vibes. They know when something is wrong. They know when something's up. And they, it, it scares them if we say to them, no, 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 everything's perfectly normal. It's all fine. There's nothing to see here. And yet they know that something's wrong. And so if you're seeing, if you're, if you're trying to do that, if you're trying to hold this line of like, we are all fine, there is no problem here. Um, 
and your child, you've noticed an uptick in things like meltdowns or whininess or lashing out or um, meanness or hurting or whatever. Um, sometimes kids can even, uh, they can even turn that on themselves and for example, bite themselves or something like that. Like, like there's, a, there's anger and fear and they've got to get it out somehow. And some, sometimes that's how it comes out. So if we want to nip that stuff in the bud, what we need to do is to be able to say to them, you're right, there is something wrong. And it's something that I'm working really hard to deal with. Uh, now, this is not a, a time to um, pour out your, your, your worst worries and your, um, you know, the events, you, you don't want to give a breakdown of events to your child, you want to shelter and protect your child as much as possible. If, um, you know, from, from the worst of this, you have to treat this like, your child needs to know about it and needs to know, especially if something, especially if something is going to happen in terms of like, we're going to be moving or something like that, or daddy's not going to live with us anymore, or something like that. Um, you've got to give them the minimum amount of information that they need to know that um, what is happening and that you will keep them safe. Like that's what they need to know. Uh, and the other part of acknowledgement is, is making sure that you ask, you allow their questions like that. You don't, if they have a question like, is, you know, is daddy going to be okay? Well, even if you're ready to throw daddy out the window, you need to be able to, they love daddy <laughs> and you need to be able to say to them, yes, daddy's going to be fine. And you're going to see him, you know, in a week, or you're going to see him sometimes or, or what, like whatever information you can give them that's going to alleviate their concerns. Um, I would advise against giving them specific dates because anytime we do that out in the future and then things change, well, we've got a child who's really bummed out and and feeling like maybe they really don't, you know, they really aren't loved by this spouse who, um, you know, who kind of let them down. And so, so I guess be vague with things like dates, but also be really clear with things like, even though we are not going to live in the same home anymore, you know, I still love you if if that's how it is. Or even if I am going through chemotherapy, um, I still love you. And, and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that, that you're safe and comfortable and happy. And you can always ask me any question and then try to be honest with the, with the answers to your questions again, as much as you can. I mean, sometimes you can't, um, like I would never lie as well. So if, if you die, if you disclose that, you know, you've got cancer or something like that. Um, and if that is your situation, gosh, I'm just, I'm giving you hugs right now. Um, one of their questions is going to be, or even if it's any, if it's, you need an operation or something like that, there, one of their questions is going to be, are you going to go away from me? You know, are you going to die? And, um, especially if they're a little older, once they, once they understand that death is permanent and that nothing can bring something, somebody back who's died. Right. I mean, acknowledge to them your your you know that you're going to do everything you can to be with them for as long as possible but don't lie to them don't say i'm going to get better and it's all going to be fine because then when it isn't that's so much worse right so you know you want to say to them i'm going to be with you for as long as i can and i love you so much and just always end with that right i mean that's so important so the consistency of your enforcing of the rules and uh, as much as you can be consistency in routines, really, really important for kids. And your acknowledgement that yes, this is scary. 
and yes, I understand, you know, your fears and your feelings, and we are going to get through it together. Really, really, really important. Um, those two things. And I think you can, I love this because even if it's, even if you're not going through anything really upsetting in like a crisis like this, you can take the ideas of consistency and acknowledgement into your Thanksgiving day, right? So if one of your children is upset because, I don't know, Uncle Jerry's always um, giving them noogies or something like that, you can say, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I know exactly how you feel because when Uncle Jerry was, you know, my older brother and we were your age, he used to do the same thing to me and God, did it make me angry. Um, and if you feel like that, uh, you can, you, you can tell Uncle Jerry no. And if he, if he still, you know, insists on doing that, will you come to me, you come and find me and we'll, we'll take care of it together. Okay. Um, like this works for things large and small, tough stuff, large and small, consistency and acknowledgement. And I, I'm excited because these two ideas move really smoothly into something that I'm going to start offering that is, is now is it's Thanksgiving day. So this is now up for you to, um, to join if you want. I am opening up the, uh, I, I, I put to, I have put together a three week challenge. It's a challenge where into your inbox every single day comes a, a, a video module. And it, so the first week, it's three weeks, like 21 days works out three weeks, right? So the first week is about streamlining your evenings. And just, I know how tough that can be. So that's, that's week number one. Week number two is working better with with other caregivers for your child. So like whether it's a, it's a parent that you are now having to coordinate, you know, every other weekend with, or whether it's a teacher that is, you know, that's you're struggling. There's some struggles at school with a teacher um, or a daycare provider or a grandparent or something like that. Anybody who's looking after your child, I have a week's worth of ways to work better with that child. And I know that this works. Um, People have gone through this challenge and come out the other side and said, I would not have been able to do this without this challenge. I mean, to me, that just, that just says so incredibly much. And then the third week is about feeling better within ourselves. So every single day for 21 days, you get a video module. It's short. It's with a, with a quick and easy step, something you can do right away for a quick win um, to help you feel better about your evenings and, and making evenings less chaotic, about working with caregivers and about feeling better within yourself. And I have not offered it out to um, to you yet who are listening. It's it's really been a uh, it's kind of been on the down low in in my email group. And so now I am opening it up. It's open for you. Um, it does cost some money, but it's not you know it's it's sort of like the cost of a, a fast food meal. You know, um, well 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 worth it because it gets you into, not only does it get you these videos, but it gets you into the Ninja Parenting community for a month. So you can check it out. You can check out, you can post your own success stories with this. You can post your questions. You can um, read about somebody else's meltdown because there's the, we have this part called the, we have a forum in there called the Parent Meltdown Corner. And um, I mean, I've posted in there myself. I love that. That's like one of my favorite forums in the whole thing. Um, So this challenge goes on for 21 days. You get to be in the Ninja Parenting community for a whole month from the day that you join. And it's been really helpful for parents who just want to get, you know, feel better about these these tough, tough things in life. And um, so if that's what you need, if you are hoping to feel better about 
some aspect of either your caregiving or yourself or your evenings, uh, jump in and you can just click the link in the show notes to do that. And I really, really hope you join. I'm not offering it for a very long time. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, uh, take it off the market after, you know, after, well, I, you know, it's funny. I say that I'm going to, I'm either going to take it away entirely or I'm going to raise the price. Um, I haven't decided which yet. I think I'm going to think on that a little bit through Thanksgiving and then and then I will decide. But anyway, something bad will happen if you don't accept it, if you don't jump into this challenge and join it um, soon. Uh, it, so it's, it's open now and it's going to be open all through Thanksgiving weekend. And then sometime early on in the in in next week in real time, I'm going to either uh, close down, um, you know, the capacity to join or I'm going to raise the price. So uh, get in there before either of that, those things happen. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening today. I'm so appreciative of you. And like I said this before, I'm I'm super, super grateful to you on this Thanksgiving day. As always, I am so fortunate that you keep coming back and you share with your friends and you're getting real help from my ideas and my my degrees in, you know, in early childhood education, in human development, in family relations. Uh, I'm so lucky that I have those things and I can offer them to you. And I'm so lucky and grateful that you are responding. And I also have a special thanks for the 20 time winner of the husband of the year award, the man who probably, possibly as you are listening, we are toasting each other across the Thanksgiving table and, and just being feeling so grateful that we are all together with our family, with each other. And um, he is the 20-time winner of the Husband of the Year Award. He's Benjamin Culp. And I'm so grateful to him. And I'm also so grateful to you. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Do you have a question about something your kid is doing that is driving you crazy? Well, don't let that continue. As Gordon from Sesame Street always says, asking questions is a good way of finding something out. Put my master's degree in early childhood education and years of experience working with young children to work for you. Go to weturnedoutokay.com slash contact or email me at karen at weturnedoutokay or ask your question on the Facebook fan page, which is the We Turned Out Okay podcast page or Instagram at weturnedoutokay or on Twitter at Stone Age Techie or you can even snail mail it to me, Karen Lockhope. P.O. Box 61, Bellingham, Massachusetts, 02019. And you'll get your question answered here on a future Your Child Explained episode. We'll see you here for the next episode of We Turned Out Okay. Thanks so much for listening.